0: Hey there, fellow truth seekers. It's Jamie Grogan, founder of Solutions for Solopreneurs, an organization dedicated to the healers of the world. We remove the tech overwhelm and the confusion that comes with it. This podcast serves those who need a soft place to fall, a comforting and accepting space to explore the spiritual world. So settle in and listen as our guests share their struggles Challenges and triumphs on their way to entrepreneurship. Hi, everybody, it's Jamie Grogan with Solutions for Solopreneurs. Today, we are continuing our series, Journey to Entrepreneurship. I'm speaking with Jennifer. And I'm gonna allow her to introduce herself in just a moment, but I wanna make sure that if you are listening to this podcast or you are, have stumbled upon the YouTube series, that you understand that you are in the right place. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in happenstance. I believe everything happens for a reason. And so if you're here, your guides have told you, I think you should start a business and your resistance to that has led you here because no matter where you are in your life, no matter what your age is, no matter your socioeconomic status, you can launch a profitable business. Even in this time of COVID, you can do it. Jennifer, welcome and please introduce yourself.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Jamie. I'm excited and I know this was, you know, I I completely agree with you and how the universe works in the way we are, you know, drawn to certain people or meet certain people. So I know this was a referral from another podcast I did, and I adore her as well. And so I feel very grateful and excited um, to share my journey and experiences and failures and successes, so that other people can learn. Uh, be- because I've been grateful enough to have people share their experiences with me, and. It's all about learning. Every day is about learning. So um, yes, I'm Jennifer McGinley. I am CEO of JLM Strategic Communications and it's public relations. And I focus on media relations, community outreach and reputation management. And I'm very grateful to be an entrepreneur. That's amazing.
0: That is (laughs) an awesome niche. And I love that you threw in there the strategic part. Because people don't always realize that there has to be a plan. There has to be,
1: <laughs> there has to be a plan. I mean, what's the saying? Yeah. Don't plan, you plan. Failing to plan is like planning to fail. Yeah. Right. And I, I love that quote too. It's so, um, in fact, I'm trying to teach my children that I'm like, it's all about planning. Yes. And I'm a neurotic planner and I love it. And it keeps me calm and focused and organized. And I think, especially with everything that's going on when right. I'm more prepared, I just, there is that sense of peace and calm and then I can be more productive and it's yes. not always possible, but we do the best we can. Right. Absolutely. And I do yeah. want to
0: give a shout out real quick to Jackie Schwab who yep. connects yes. us um, and her amazing podcast. And I'm her. the name of her podcast is escaping me right now.
1: Press, pl- press, play. press, play. Pr- press yeah.
0: play. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, press play podcast. Um, so if you haven't heard of her, Go check her out. Um, yeah. She's also an amazing entrepreneur and she has a heart of gold. Yes. Um, she has such a heart for service and I, I'm blessed to have her in my life. So, um, yeah. so with your journey, the first three questions I always ask my um, guests are, who do you serve? How do you serve them and why?
1: do you serve them? So who, and I love those because those are my favorites. So who, <laughs> how, N-Y, and why. Yes. Yep. And in terms of, you know, the professional part is I, I really focus on healthcare and education. And so it's working with health organizations, um, like healthcare organizations or medical school, which I've done in the past. And we're actually working with um, a medical facility, healthcare facility in Philadelphia right now, working on behavioral health, which is one of my favorite topics or areas. It's um, so important, and I'm such a huge advocate for mental health. It's, it's uh, Unfortunately, it's going to really come to the forefront even more, um, which will help destigmatize mental illness, but um, we all need to take care of ourselves and our loved ones.
0: Completely.
1: Um, yeah, so it's healthcare and education, Um, I do that by strategic public relations or communications campaigns and programs so that they can create a greater impact for the community that they want to serve. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about servant leadership. So I'm so glad you phrased it that way because that's exactly what I do. And I think because of all of my experience in nonprofit, that's my focus is helping nonprofit organizations. It's all about serving others and providing value at the end of the day I want to sleep well knowing I've made this world a little bit of a better place just Absolutely. through kindness and honesty and integrity.
0: Right. I love that. I love it. Yeah.
1: And I think that's my why is to mm-hmm. just, you know, just be one person on this planet that is kind and caring and empathetic and make this world a little bit better every day. Right.
0: Yes. So the reason that I always phrase that question that way is because I learned the hard way. That when you are chasing something it's running away if you're chasing okay. it it's running away which means that you have to stop chasing and learn to be still and attract so attraction comes That's from good. you putting yourself out there saying I want to serve and then the universe says okay here's something that you can help serve this is somebody that needs your service and because you're attracting it, it's a two-way energy exchange, right? So when you said nonprofits, I was like, oh, because people who work (laughs) in or for nonprofits are some of the best, best people ever. Thank you, I have goosebumps, I have goosebumps. Oh, some of the best people ever because those people in my opinion now i'm not gonna i I can't you know blanket (laughs) statement of course but in my opinion those people get it and they see people they don't see numbers they don't see statistics they don't you know what i mean because a Mm nonprofit is all about servitude it's all about serving the needs of the community so my question is what led you to that because (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, it's, and I've got a great answer because it's my dad. And he always worked in nonprofit higher education uh, for Catholic universities up and down the East Coast and in Texas as well. And I started working with him when I was 14 years old, going to get a work permit in Washington, D.C. And I just absorbed the environment of fundraising. That's what he did. Um, And so that professional persona, that I have comes from my dad, working for two summers with him and his absolutely phenomenal team. Um, And even his assistant, she was in law school at night, but was his assistant during the day. And I'll, I'll never forget how lucky I was to just be in an environment where they're raising money and building these beautiful buildings for education and the medical center and to go to, adult events where they're trying to cure cancer. It was the Lombardi Cancer Center at the time at Georgetown University. And you know I wish what they had said that day, they said, we wanna cure cancer and it would have been like 10 or 20 years out. And that was so long ago, but so much has happened since then. Um, but yes, it was just kind of this natural, um, I think, path for me. Uh, I did want to go into um, broadcast news. Um, and though I tried, I tried, pretty hard. I ended up making a a very uh, distinct kind of decision that after talking with a friend in news, I I decided I I just wasn't cut out for it. I don't think at that time my, I had thick enough skin, as they say, or enough confidence to do it. I feel like maybe I'd be better now at it, but um, you know, I just feel as though it wasn't right for me. And I ended up my first job right out of college. Working at a community hospital that I absolutely adored and really was trusted. It was all about the trust for my first my first boss who just said, "Go for it, and i'll I'll help you already have the writing, the communication skills needed because of your college education and, and internships, et cetera. But now I can help kind of groom you to help you move forward and whatever else you want to do as well." So, That's
0: awesome yeah so while you were doing the um broadcasting when you were doing that journey um what were your experiences as far as personally that said you know what i keep get feeling that pull back to you know that serving that that nonprofit? profit well we're kind of yeah
1: and and i didn't get a job in broadcast news i just kept applying for them all over the country but uh I would say working at a news station was definitely fueled the idea of it. But for public relations, I'm on the opposite side of it. So I'm still serving those journalists in a different capacity. Right. So I was okay with that. And I, um, I knew the lifestyle that it would take, I think, to be moving around constantly. And I just, I just didn't think I could handle it or, or really wanted to at that time. Right. But, um, I think, I love community outreach and I love serving communities. And I love, I do, I absolutely adore the idea of nonprofits that they're there for the greater good and serving others to make our world a better place, whether it's from a health component, an educational component, or any of the other types of um, nonprofits that are out there. It's just, um, and I think right now, especially, everybody knows that nonprofits and those that can't serve themselves need that help and that assistance. So it's pivotal right now, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. What, a, a, what
0: an example you're setting for your children. Um, I hope so. <laughs> one, of, one of my um, bucket list items is to give a TED Talk. Um, and I have, I, I have my speech already. I've already yeah. written it and everything. Go for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna keep trying because it's on my yes. good. Um, because I, I honestly feel that the message um, is something that the universe gave me that that people need to hear. Um, and it's all about. And the name of my speech is "Tend Your Own Garden." I love it. Um, oh, I love it. And it's because I know from firsthand experience, from watching people live their lives and how they tended their garden and how I, you know, instead of people saying, oh, the grass is always greener. What you do is you look over at someone's garden and go, wow, that's so pretty. I think I want to do that in my garden. And so then you're tending your own garden and then your neighbor and then across the street and then (laughs) you're like, oh, look at their garden. That's so pretty. I want to do that too. And that's how the world becomes a better place. Because I agree. In their own garden. So what you were saying about serving in a different capacity just so hits home because what you're saying is I'm still serving. Yeah. But I yeah, absolutely my my neighbors and my friends and my kids that there's a different way and for
1: that they need to find their own garden to tend. Absolutely. And it's funny. I thought of several months ago. You know, with social media and everything, you're looking at people like, oh my gosh, I'm. I'm so happy for them, but I'm a little bit jealous. And I was like, what does jealousy really mean? Jealousy means you want what somebody else has, but perhaps you're not willing to work for it. So if I get like upset about myself or want something else that somebody has, I really need to stop and take a pause and decide what, what component of what they have is making me feel that way. And I mean, for me, it's, you know, I've come about this, I'm, you know, (laughs) 52 <laughs> to be honest and so I think I I have that wisdom and it's it's yeah. kind of the way it should be that you learn every day you're learning something about yourself and what makes you tick and understanding and respecting others and giving them that space as well yeah. um, that we all need to learn live the way that is best for ourselves and not judge or criticize other people for what they're doing but really you know kind of keep your mouth shut and look and listen and then see see why and how
0: you know yes i love it i love it and and it's amazing to me that all of us as you know because i consider us the helpers that help the healing i like that because my niche are spiritual healers so people who do reiki and yoga and um spiritual clearings and all of this but I help them with their tech. So when they're trying to, you know, send out an email blast and they're not sure (laughs) how to do it, you know, but setting up all kinds of different things. And so having those types of clients and they're, you know, so excited about what they offer and and everything. And then I'm excited because I'm helping them help people. And that's exactly what you're doing with your nonprofit work, you know, and the outreach that you're doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Broadening
0: that amazing
1: yeah I do I agree and I I like the way you're phrasing that as well that it's um you're helping others rise and I think that should be the purpose for all of us in some way regardless of the industry that you're in and the people that you serve that you know that's it's a collaborative effort um and I know some people have said especially with women and entrepreneurs it's Uh. it's not competition it's collaboration and I I love that I just um I'm always ready to help somebody. And I've had some amazing women just sit down with me. And when I was starting my business, like, this is what you need to do. These are, this is what you need to, you know, follow all of these people, have meeting with this person or, you know, use this for your accounting and all these amazing things. I was like, oh my gosh, I just had no idea because I was raised to not ask for help. I was raised to do mm-hmm. everything on my own. Mm-hmm. And, um, You know, you just kind of keep your mouth shut and keep going and you need to stay, stay to yourself and not ask for help. Right. And (laughs) since I've become an entrepreneur, you know, I'm like, wow, that is not really a good idea because if I'm helping everybody, but I'm not asking for help and I'm not allowing people to help me, that's not going to serve me very well anyway. And like, it's been a real struggle for me to accept help um, because I was taught that it's a sign of weakness. Right. Um, You know and
0: you're (laughs) by the way you're only three years older than me oh okay so I have a 26 and a 24 year old um and and I learn from them all the time um you know when I was raising them you know they could never teach me anything because I'm the mom right but man now and with that collaboration um mind shift that you're talking about it has opened up this sisterhood of women that is just amazing and yeah you can't do it alone no you Mm -hmm. cannot do it alone you can but you're (laughs) not going to enjoy it as much you're not going to reach as many people and you're not doing the work personally that you should be doing
1: yeah and I remember when I was um you know going on this this journey and I asked another mom that was a full-time, full-time working at an organization. I said, you know, I'm going back, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go back to work and I'm going to do this thing. And I said, what's your advice? She's like, you know what? Let your husband help you. Let Mm. him, let him help you. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't get that. I'm supposed to do everything, the cooking, the cleaning, carting the kids around, the doctor's appointments. And then what happens? You become angry and bitter inside and then really nasty to your family. And so that advice was so, just enlightening and has changed my marriage completely because my husband will be so sweet and he's like what can I do for you today how can I help you and I'm like oh my gosh like could you vacuum this room or can you do this laundry and I'm like mm-hmm. oh. then I'm like a deep breath that it's, it's teamwork regardless of your family situation whether you're married or not or have kids or not if you have someone in your life that can support you, allow them to help you. It's like what you can be bet. You can be bitter or better. Right. Right. And you know what? I think being bitter is exhausting. Like you said, in terms of not having help or asking for help is exhausting. And I just, I'm so glad I learned that (laughs) several years ago. Um, Of course I wish I had learned decades ago would have been lovely, but you know, there's, there's a reason for everything and, and I'm grateful for, all the learning that I'm doing every day and the lessons that are put you know, in front of me every day as well.
0: Yeah, I love it. Jennifer, um, you are one of the, you know, in the trenches, doing the work, spreading the good, you know, the good vibes. Um, and I knew when Jackie put that, you know, email blast out to all of her oh. folks, I was like, Oh, these are going to be amazing women. And I'm so happy for the ones that I've gotten the opportunity um, to connect with. Um, so I love that your message, because you've said it like five times, and I love the message to, to um, learn, not failures. You know, they're, they're, they're just learning experiences. They're not failures. And the support, um, asking for support, allowing for support. So other than those two two things, what would be one more piece of advice that you would give someone who's like on the fence and they're like, I'm just not sure if I'm ready to do this?
1: I would say you don't know unless you try. I mean, this is not where I thought I would be. Uh, My family came first, always has, always will. And I knew I couldn't project real high and fast until my kids are in college because or out of the house because I needed that peace of mind that I need to do my work with them before they're out in the real world because I need to make sure they're good human beings. That is my responsibility as a parent and just the way my brain works too. I just felt the task is so overwhelming to be a parent, especially right now in our world Regardless of everything going on, you know, prior to the past five months, it's still hard anyway, raising a child. Yes. And um, so, you know, it was a friend of mine that said, Oh my god, Jen, you're so good at this. Why don't you just open your own, you know, business? And I'm like, Are you crazy? She's like, You're not getting any younger and I was like, Alrighty <laughs> then <laughs> and I adore her and I worked with her and we've known each other a few years but I literally met her and was going to be working with her. I met her at five thirty in a spin class on a Friday morning I was like this is the person I'm supposed to meet her I don't know why I'm like oh god she's just this like brilliant um she's a farm d she's a pharmacist but has her MBA and she's just one of the most brilliant women I've ever met like running you know running this this you know pharmacy school with all these amazing other um educators there and she just would push me she would push me out of the comfort zone and make me question things and it and we're really really close friends now and I just adore her to pieces and um Yeah, I mean, one night we put our kids, she's like, my kids are going to go to sleep. We'll go downstairs. We're going to FaceTime each other. And I needed to help her with a, a legislative session for the White House. And so it was a summit that she needed to serve on a panel. And I, you know, was going to give her some tips. And I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, you know, this is just what I do. But, you know, you're not going to know unless you try and it's okay to fail. And I've made tons of mistakes on a daily basis. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur, it is not easy. It's not easy. And I'm not going to fake that. Um, I equate it to being an athlete yeah. that it, it's completely a head game. Yeah. And I know one of your other prior guests, it is all what's in between your ears. Yeah you know, it's like, you know, can you, or can't you, will you, or won't you? Right. And I think, um, you know, when I go for a run, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'll just do a little bit today. I'll just do a couple minutes. And I'm like, no, how am I going to feel when I'm done? Right. If I push myself further, I know I can do it. And that's exactly the way it is for a business too. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I'm on my own. I'm a solopreneur, which is what your show focuses on. And it is hard. It's hard being alone in that way, but I have this team. So you know, people surrounding me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think you've got to go with your gut. It's all about intuition and your gut. And you know, that imposter syndrome will seep in and try to ruin your day. Yeah. But my trick, and this was my business coach telling me, look at the testimonials. Think about the work you've done. Look at how far you've come already. And that is that fuel to get you ahead for the next day. Right. Um, I love it.
0: So how <laughs> can people get in touch with you? and what kind of offers do you have? First, um, do you service smaller businesses, um, or is it strictly large healthcare care? Um, tell us
1: those. Absolutely. No, I I love working with individuals. In fact, I have an individual that a lot of people like in leadership spaces or um, I have a productivity expert who I've gotten like 19 media placements since COVID started just because she's an expert in her field. And that's what I love to pitch to the media and get those placements. So individuals, small organizations, it's really for me, it's about finding a really good connection with mm-hmm. that organization or individual and we can work well together. Public relations is completely a collaborative effort. It's just not as someone had asked, oh well just call me, you know, when I'm on the news or whatever. That's you know, I just I'll just need those monthly reports. And I'm like, we're gonna be talking every day if my strategic plan goes the way I want it to right. because, you know, are you available at this time? I need this quote. It's it's a complete kind of back and forth type of open relationship that's really important. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think people should be in business for at least three years because they need that credibility level. Um, and if it's for Entrepreneur Magazine, or I just got a client on Good Morning America, I mean, those are, you know, those are um, organizations or media outlets that are you know, looking for somebody that has a proven track record of success already. Right. So that's important, and I love healthcare and education, which is why I still specialize in that after leaving the organizations where I was employed. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And,
0: so do you? And have- I'm on
1: LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, all, you know, social media basically 24/7. Right. Whether it's Instagram, Twitter has been amazing during COVID because. I'm really watching these journalists and learning from them. So many people have been laid off and furloughed. Um, so I'm just really kind of building this amazing tribe of, of Twitter groups and community um, and then LinkedIn. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Jennifer. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining Thank
0: you, Jane. me. It was a pleasure. We are going to keep in touch and I always invite my guests to come back. Um, you know, when they have something they want to share or, a new offer that they're, um, launching. Um, so please keep in touch. And if you have, um, clients that would like to come on, um, my podcast, I am happy to have them.
1: Um, even if it's just for practice, um, you know (laughs) what I mean? There's, there's all. Yeah. You're so kind Now I have a couple amazing women. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely introduce (laughs) you to that would be a perfect fit. So I'm really excited and so grateful that I've met you and, um, you know, I think it's just, I always say it's increasing a spider web of all these amazing people that we get to meet and interact with on a daily basis. So I'm really, really happy about that. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much for your time and
1: space. I appreciate it.
0: You have a good day. Yes, you too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.